down this weed on the cashier's check. Welcome back to the All Things Sports Podcast, episode 47. I'm your host, Julian, co-host, Justin, Danny. Danny, Justin, whatever sounds right. I'm going to say Danny, Justin. But I usually look left and Danny's there. I look left today and Justin's here. Episode 47, we have a special guest, Isaac, a dear friend of mine, who's in town for the week. On a business trip. Uh, what up? Okay. Um, it's been a while since we've seen each other, so I figured we'd uh, meet up and record with each other. We, so, we took our talents to South Beach this week. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> this episode is actually sponsored by Hollywood Perfect Smile. And at Hollywood Perfect Smile, you can get a free complete set of x-rays and a free exam. All you have to do is mention the code All Things Sports. Call them. Or you can visit them in person. Their phone number is 954-987-3309. Walk in, call them. You can get a free complete set of x-rays for you and a family member. Free uh, complete set of exams as well for you and a family member. Just mention all things sports. And this episode is also sponsored by SK Fit, where Stephanie over at SK Fit is offering a free consultation and a free first workout for an up to an hour. That's up to a $50 value with the code ALLTHINGSSPORTS once again. Um, she has a boot camp on Saturdays. It's $9, Fern Glen Park, Coral Springs, Florida. You pay every every week you go. If you don't want to go, can't make it, don't worry. It's no contract. You go visit her and use the All Things Sports code and get your free consultation and free first hour workout. Now... To the sports. Where we start is in the NBA. I guess we'll just run down some other free agents who, nothing crazy, but Beasley to LA. It's just another interesting type of signing that LA has been. Another personality on that team. Yeah. So you had, that was a PlayStation telling us that the remote has been disconnected. I want to know all the signs. We, yeah, my girlfriend knows the. When it turns on, and she'd be like, damn, he about to play. <laughs> <laughs> he about to forget about it. Like, good night, babe. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> So, back to basketball. Michael Beasley signs to L.A. Like you said, it's another personality signing. Or JaVale, Lance Stevenson, now Michael Beasley. Who else am I missing? Rajon Rondo. Rajon Rondo. Um, and LeBron James, biggest personality in the NBA in a different sense. But how do you guys feel about this signing? Luke Vaughn ain't going to have any hair left after the season's over. I mean... They about to jump Luke Walton after, like, the five-game losing streak. Well, the, the good news is, the flip side is, LeVar isn't going to be the focal point of problems anymore. Right. Now it's going to be... And the thing is, it's crazy because Rondo has... You know, Rondo didn't even get along with Doc. And Doc is one of, like, just bat Not, you know, front office Doc, yeah. but... Coach Doc is, you know, considered a greatly respected coach. And Rondo just finally said, like, I think I know more than him. Like, right. I, like. It's close. Ron, Rondo. <laughs> yeah, like Rondo. It's close. No. Rondo likes to be the coach on the floor. Right. So, to how he and Luke, or how Luke's going to handle that's going to be interesting. Um, Lance Stevenson. We all know Lance Stevenson's antics and that, that history. Right. And then Beasley, I mean, in-game antics. Lance Stevenson in-game, is more of yes. an in-game character. Exactly. <laughs> like he's not even off the court. You know, he doesn't do stuff off the court where you question him. He's literally when he's on the floor is when he's like 
bugging out, I guess. Like Draymond. Basically. Yeah, because yeah, you don't see Draymond on, like, social media. You see him on commercials. And so, JaVel McGee's another one. He just bugs out on the court. Like, shocking the fool. Well, I mean, he's probably, he's probably the Top most. Top five shocking the fool. He's probably the most ready because he was with Golden State for two years. So, I think he developed in, as a player right. and as a person more than so much any other team, any other person on the team. Well, obviously, besides LeBron. But out of the acquisitions, I think he was the one that you probably have to worry about the least. I right. think he's one of the he's one of the people with like playing with Golden State, and yeah, I think all these players are journeymen. Rondo's been on countless teams. Right. All, all these players have been at least right. on that they've acquired besides LeBron have been on at least probably like five or more teams. So they're all journeymen in the NBA. LeBron's almost a journeyman. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> One more nah, team. He, he's a sightseeing. He's, he's, right? just, he's just on vacation. but um, he, he does what he wants on vacation, too. Exactly. So, I don't know, like I said, I think JaVale, like, you have the least to worry about because he's one of the players, like, you tell him his role, like, he's going to do his right. role to the best of his ability. He just might mess up doing it, but he's going to try his hardest. Exactly. He's going to give you his all. I like the point that you made about how this, the narrative isn't even – it just changed over one summer because last summer it was LeVar Ball and Lonzo Ball coming to L.A. and how is everything – you know, Los Angeles was a horrible team and they've been trying to draft good and, and figure out a young core. And they finally got it's that last man. year. Yeah. But it came with a high price of having LeVar Ball, you know, and the drama that he brought. Luckily for them, he went to Lithuania like midseason and was with his other sons. But – this year, we're not talking about LeVar Ball in the NBA, right? And he's doing his thing, you know, no discredit to him. I mean, it's actually better for both people, I think, because he's doing his thing and, you know, the NBA is worrying about the NBA. But now it's like LeBron James is the focal point of the summer for... Because even last year with all the big signings, LeVar Ball was like a focal point in the summer, like mm-hmm. of just general topic. LeVar Ball was every conversation. So this year, it's like LeBron James is... The topic because obviously he was a free agent and he signed with the same team that LeVar Ball. He basically not ran him out of town, but in a sense of topics and and headlines, he ran him out of town. So that's kind of it's crazy how things how fast things can change mm-hmm. over one summer. But I guess another signing was Vince Carter going to Atlanta. I mean, we said it. We said he's in a he doesn't care about. I mean, obviously, you could tell he wants to win, but that's not like his. The thing that drives him, he just wants to play. His man, he said, he, I'm going to go wherever they're going to give me minutes. That's where I'm going to play. So, and, I mean, that's a pretty interesting spot from the land. Right. Um, I think, you know, some players, like Trey Young especially, can learn a lot For from, sure. from events, Carter. Being a professional. Being professional. That team growing so, up in the league. That Hawks team is so young, bro. I swear, it's yeah. just. They have John Collins. Kent Bazemore and, like, John Collins and then a bunch of, like, G-League two-way players. And John Collins is a second-year player. Like, he's going to be a second-year player. They also have, I don't like him, but <laughs> Prince. I don't like him because he got into that fight with Whiteside and James Johnson yeah. came to the rescue. But um, I don't really watch him. I don't watch the Hawks, but they Prince is a young guy that they believe in, so they do have a young core to go around that professional Vince like Vince. That. He's going to be the OG of this the is his twenty first year. That's why the Hawks year. signed him. That's why they were interested in him in the first place because they wanted his presence in the locker. It's weird though, like mentor. Vince Carter at Atlanta. Like think of where Vince Carter started. Like this all started like in what ninety eight. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we weren't watching Vince Carter at this point, but when we started to in like what two thousand one, you know, I remember like the slam dunk contest and stuff like that. 
I've been watching basketball, and I'm sure you guys have too. When yeah. you start, when he was with Toronto, that was you know super early 2000s, it was like yeah. 2001, 2002. I I think he got traded in 2002, if I'm not mistaken. But um, growing up with the Nets, you know, he became like a like a scorer with the Nets because he was a scorer in Toronto. He did everything in Toronto, but mm-hmm. he was definitely a high flyer, and then he just grew up with the Nets. He just took off from there, and then you know he began his journey. He went to did he go to Memphis, right? He went to Memphis. No, after then that, Dallas. No, after that, I think he went to Orlando, or was it Dallas? I don't know. He's been. Oh no, he went to Orlando. No, I think it was Memphis, Orlando, then Dallas. Well, Mem- well, Memphis was before Sacramento. Sacramento was just last season. Memphis yeah, no, was Memphis and like what was after New Jersey? Like I think it was Memphis I after was New Orlando. Jersey. Wait, so he I had, feel like Orlando was. He had two stints in Memphis. What you're saying? No, no. I I remember him being in middle school in Memphis. No. Like I said, because Memphis was just before Sacramento. Yeah, yeah. That was recently. You think so? Yeah. I thought Dallas was just before Sacramento. No, it was he was just in Memphis. Danny's got it right here. We've been I'm about to pull thinking it about it. We don't fact check. Yeah, we don't We're going to do it real quick. Nah, we're curious. Cool. Cause, uh, yeah, I'm curious. We were just talking about journeymen. So it's Vince Toronto. Carter's, Vince Carter's a journeyman in himself. Toronto, too. New Jersey. Toronto, New Jersey. Orlando, Orlando. Phoenix. Thank you. Phoenix. He then did Dallas. Mavericks, Grizzlies, Kings, wow. and now the Hawks. I got like 85%. He was win. right. Yeah. So he there you go. 1977. And he's in the NBA. Getting two million this year to teach the young boys. I think that's really helpful, though. Like you guys were saying for Atlanta, because they had no sense of direction, really. Obviously, with Dennis Schroeder, like starting point guard caliber on a bad team who doesn't that doesn't have a direction. You know, wasn't going to get you anywhere. Now you draft young. You have you know three, four young guys that you can at least figure things out with for now. And then you know start branding yourself to try to get a free agent, but I think Atlanta's just playing it by ear. They really don't seem like they have like a set plan. I mean, I'm pretty sure Trey Young's where they're gonna start. They know they're not gonna but, win anything. Yeah, but they don't. But For they sure. don't look like a Boston or a Philly, like or a Phoenix. They they don't look like they have like a set direction, set plan. Because like I said, like they just look like they're just so quick to blow it up every year. So it's like they're always like starting over. So like they don't really know what identity right. they want to take. So it'll be interesting now that they're really starting fresh. You know they don't. You know who's the last? Uh, well, yeah, Schroeder's really the last. Well, no, they still have Bazemore from like the old days, but right. But um, I mean, and they just got rid of Schroeder. Yeah, so Bazemore's kind of like the last one left. But other than he's Bazemore, still young too. Exactly, and that's that's the funny part. So it was like other than Bazemore, and he was literally out. Their coach all is season. even gone. They got the new coach, right? Yep. Who they're excited about. He's a great coach. He was an assistant in Philly. I don't remember his name right now. Off top you're right, of my head. you're right. But Bazemore's nice, bro. That's a nice piece to. When healthy, yeah, he's athletic. Yeah, he's he athletic. Yeah, he can shoot the ball pretty good, and he's long, so defense, you know, comes. He's like a little he, easier. He reminds me of kind of like a vice versa of of uh, Andre Roberson, but like. But like he has a little bit more better defense. Like better I'll, defense? No. Well, Roberson can't shoot. Though. That's what I'm saying. He's a vice versa. Like his offense. Yeah, but Roberson has yeah. better defense. Yeah, like his offense is kind of like. It's where, like you flip it. Yeah. Yeah. But then again, I feel like that's giving high praise to his offense because I feel like Roberson's oh, yeah. defense is pretty. It's pretty. But is valid. It? Roberson's defense is valid. Roberson might have better defense than Danny Green. I don't agree with that. Roberson. Roberson's lockup. He just yeah. cannot shoot the ball. He can't put the ball in the basket. 
but for, he, for anything. He got defense. Um, that's that's you know toss yeah. up really, but and it's a, you know it's not like Danny Green is where he was four or five years ago too. So speaking of Danny Green, let's stay on that topic. The reports that he was playing with a torn groin, and the Spurs had no idea. The medical staff and training staff had no idea. This just further validates what Kawhi's been saying. This gives him more credibility. So maybe the Spurs organization that we've held to such a high standard, not just in basketball, just in sports in general, maybe I'm not, I mean, I'm not so much saying that they knew and just didn't want to act on it, but maybe they're like more like turn a blind eye, like neglected or right. just didn't really do their job exactly thorough enough. what they could, yeah. yeah. Like everything they could. Exactly. exactly. They just kind of like put like a bandit over it and just, you know, hope it goes away or, you know, something like that, you know? I can see both sides. I can well. I can't really see both sides because I don't see why they would either you know turn a blind eye or how they didn't catch it. Like if it's just innocent, it's like one of those things where it's like, all right, you work for a retail store, but there's five hundred dollars missing from your drawer. Like it's innocent, so you say. But this is some real. You know, it's five hundred dollars, buddy. Like what happened? Um, you, I don't think they could just get away with this. I don't. I, sh- I don't think they should get away with this, with it being just like you know. Oh, you know, can't let it happen again. Like you might need a new medical staff in San Antonio. That's a big fucking deal. <laughs> if one of your best they're players not gonna get a slap on the wrist, has like, uh, a groin injury, they will investigate. Didn't yeah, find letting your players play injured. Yeah, that's that's a health hazard. That's dangerous to his financial status in the future. You know, really. So he's in Toronto now with Kawhi. Hopefully, he's probably happier at this point because he feels like now in the Eastern Conference with a guy like Kawhi Leonard, they have the chance to be the number two or one seed. Mm-hmm. They'll be right so. back up there. They're literally bringing back almost the exact then, same team. Speaking about top seeds, and the kryptonite is gone. He went, he went to the West. So. Right. <laughs> top seeds in the East and West, Melo joining the number one seed. From last year. Which... Danny's mad. He wanted him to come to him Miami joining so the bad. Rockets. I don't know if you saw that. him joining the Rockets lowered their percentage, yeah, like chances of winning the, the the fucking championship. But they, because you got to look at it like this. Like I said it uh, last week or two weeks ago. They, Maury has been on record multiple times saying, "We, I stay awake up at night trying to figure out how to beat the Warriors." Right. You're trying to beat the Warriors. I'm sorry. As great as a player. As Steph is, and Steph is like they're doing with like the fans, right, like Steph, right. like that's Steph's team. People's champ. Yeah, but KD is the be- is the best player on that team. He's the second best player in the world. He's the most unstoppable offensive player, one of the most we've ever seen. You did not help your case by getting a Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> Carmelo Anthony's going to give you no defense, right. and you're I don't care. Like especially at this point in in Melo's career, he's not going to outscore KD. So. If you're not gonna outscore KD and you're definitely gonna play defense, what did you, what help does that really bring you? I feel like it, it it I mean him coming off the bench, if he can accept a bench role, which he hasn't been able to. Well, he openly he openly said that he Wade never would. But I mean, we right. didn't want to see Wade come off the bench, right, and he had true. to come off the bench. But, but Wade kind of knew he wouldn't have had to in Miami. Allen, he's tripping, bro. He wouldn't have had to. But what we had going on was like 
Oh, you're saying mellow? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Starting well, role, right? Well, like I said, it would have. He wants to win. He wants to win. Mellow wants to win. Such a bad fit. Yeah, at this point, he's pulling what a KD did when he went to the to the Warriors. But I mean, did well? Yeah, the Rockets beat the fucking. They beat OKC. So I mean. I don't know. I feel like he. he it, it, it's not the same as what KD did when he went to the Warriors because he didn't go to. No, it's not the same in the same team. context. No. But it's like you just want to chase, in a sense. You but like at that his same, career is almost done. Yeah, at the same time, well, like what does Melo have left? Like yeah. he, isn't, he obviously didn't have many options. It's the opposite of LeBron because LeBron's going elsewhere. Right. He left, you know, East where he kept going to the finals, and now he's. West, where he probably wants but he's still at championship shape, you know. Like, well, him, but no, but that's what team. I'm saying. So he's like rebuilding himself in a way because now yeah, he has to wait a whole other year. In a sense. But back to real quick, because I know Danny obviously want would love to have Miller down here, but it just it wouldn't fit because, like I said, like how we are with our lineups, like we don't have a set starting five and a set bench. So if you put Melo, who clearly says he doesn't want to come off the bench. And you insert that into our system, that affects the whole entire system that you right. have a set starting player. Right. You know? So And I just don't know. Like I feel like, yo, if you wanted to do with Melo, you can do with Dion Waiters what you want to do with Melo. Yeah. Like just make him that guy. And we already have the people in the locker room that know each other. We have the connections. And which can be blown up this year. We mm-hmm. don't know. Melo could be traded at the mid year. You know what I'm saying? I don't think so. If it's not working out in Houston. I think he'll accept his role as a backup and come off the bench at least. Well, push I mean, come to shove if it doesn't work out. Like, tr- everything has been tried in Houston. It's not working. I mean, him and CP click. So it's not like they're It's not about personality, opposite. though. It's about... I'm saying ball, too. USA right. team. Think about Dumb and LeBron and Wade. And- but, my, but my thing is, realistically, out of Miami, L.A., and Houston... Houston was really the only place he could go and start, realistically, because they lost Ariza, they lost uh, Balmute, so there was nobody to take a starting position over him. But the only problem with that is, now, I mean, we didn't think, or at least I didn't think, that CP3 and the James Harden dynamic was going to work because of how ball-dominant right. you have Harden, who feels like he needs to have the ball in his hand, and then you have CP3, who I feel as one of the true should point guards, should and needs to have the ball in his hand. So now you have Melo, who doesn't know what to do without the ball right. in his hand. So now you have pretty much three ball-dominant players. So it's going to be interesting. I think Melo's going to be a little more humble this year. No, I think they'll blend nicely. Because think about it, though. People were saying that, like you just said, CP3 needs the ball because he handles the ball nicely. And then James Harden is the person who needs the ball at all times as well. I mean, they played really good, especially with Clint Capella as well, in that group where they were like, oh, that's that's... Not the big three, because CP3 is really small, but that's their big three, you know what I mean? So I feel like... Which I love that big three. Thing. Adding Melo to that four group they that they have. Yeah, exactly. They, they're, they're, win, they're, winning, they're winning percentage. Yeah, they're winning percentage yeah, with those three saying, starting though. and playing. They had a really good winning percentage. And then and the, the weird part is when they showed like the different percentages of out of that big three when CP3 isn't playing and you just have... Uh, Capel and Harden or when Harden isn't playing you just have uh, CP3 and Clint mm-hmm. the, out of the one that like missed uh, between the three the biggest drop off was when you didn't have Capel in the game right? out of those big three missing right. so fucking free yeah game. so and it just it, it, James Harden and Chris Paul have the ability to, to draw defenders and just just break like freeze the floor 
And for a guy like Clint Capella, he's too athletic to, to lose him on a backdoor cut or just, you know, even if with a shot going up, if nobody's there to box him out, he'll get the rebound and second chance points. So To me, he's developing like uh, Steven Adams did. That's why I see his progression going. I just, Steven Adams is a bigger guy, you know, he's stronger by mass, I guess. Yeah. And well, I'm not I saying play style, Capella. I'm saying like progression. Like oh, how, okay. Quickly. Like, yeah, like Quickly. how he fits into the system and like how he's playing with he's these other. Like, one, he's one of the best centers in the league right yeah, now. Yeah, like how he's playing with these other like all star, right. superstar caliber players. So that's good for him. Um, last rumor, I guess, or signing that hasn't happened, we're waiting for Dwayne Wade to. It obviously uh, seems like he wants to play basketball again. Mm-hmm. which we thought he hasn't said that he's going to retire he hasn't said that he's going to come back but which he was actually working out with LeBron James in Las Vegas today and um, which they do pretty much every offseason yeah that's what you do with your best it was good to see it was, it's good to see um, China a team in China offered him a three year 25 million dollar deal and Wade has obviously a big following in China he's there every summer but yeah, I don't really he know he just if had that lifetime deal with Lin right Ning. I don't know if I see Dwayne Wade like during these crucial times of his son's career or yeah early career and going to high school school or in high school I don't see him leaving the country and going to China just for 25 million dollars like obviously that's a that's a check but not only that he has a whole family and business over here to run that I don't see that as being a smart move and it would be definitely the unpopular move for his reputation, in a sense, over here, right? Especially in South Florida. Yeah. Not only that, but I feel like his wife does play like a big part in it. Like, Gabri- right. like her as like her own like star. You right. think Gabrielle Union's gonna want to fucking move to China? She like, she, no. she didn't want to go. Yeah. She didn't even want to go to Cleveland. Yeah. Right. She was so happy when they left yeah. Cleveland. She's like hell no. She's not gonna want to go to China. <laughs> You're not. You better not be thinking about She'll that. She'll stay grass in nice sunny rainy yeah, South. Yeah. Then Dwayne Wade gonna start getting insecure. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's not gonna happen. There's too much, too much going on. He's a dad. He got kids, young kids who would not benefit from <laughs> moving to China. <laughs> I'm sorry, but his boys, his fucking nephew. Yeah, I mean, time. yeah, I mean, dead dad. Look, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I definitely Shot don't see him. Down. I definitely see him moving to China. I don't see money being that big of an exactly. issue. Especially at this point in his career. Like, yeah, like, his wife's a star. He's a superstar. Gab's out here making movies again. Like. Zaire's about to get a check from the NBA in a few years. Family is straight. Um, so I guess we could just move on. I wanted to get into this last discussion about the NBA where CJ McCollum recently oh. on his podcast had a special guest by the name of Kevin Durant where I was actually listening to it at work. Listening to it at work in the beginning, and Kevin Durant, CJ McCullum was talking about basically how Boogie Cousins, when he signed to the Warriors, he got pissed off. Like it really bothered him. And Kevin Durant was like nonchalant and just like laughing it off. Like why does that bother you? He was like, "Bruh, I'm in the league. Like I'm in the Western Conference. I play you guys. Like you guys have knocked us out the playoffs before. It's annoying. And then to see something like that is just frustrating, you know, mm-hmm. just as a player. And Kevin Durant was like, he literally was just laughing. He was like, you guys know you're not going to win the championship. <laughs> like, he going to say that on CJ McCullum's podcast. And McCullum was just, you know, he got a little defensive as he should have and stood up for his team where he was like, you know. Also, one of his points was like, McCullum was like, he could have came here. Like, they signed him for $5 million. We had about 12 to 15 cap. He could have came here. And he was like, don't you guys got Nurkic? He's like, yeah, we love Nurk, but... I mean, we could have had both of them, you know? He's like, oh, you don't really like Nurk like that, right? He was like, nah, oh, I, that's, Nurk is, is good, but 
if we could have had them both or whatever. And then, so Durant told him he they, he knows they wouldn't win the championship, and he said, he's like, you know, with this talent, we do, we do, we have the roster, we have the chance, we have a chance, we were the third seed. So that was that. After the podcast, it took to Twitter where Barstool Big Cat, Big, Big Cat Barstool tweets at CJ McCullum, and he's like, so CJ McCullum, is it okay to start using the B word when referring to KD again now? And then McCullum responded saying, no, I think the B word is still a little harsh. I wouldn't use that, but I do think the move is soft. And he related it to if basically Kevin Durant and his brother got jumped by a gang that mm-hmm. they should have beat. And two months later, he went and joined the rival gang without telling his brother, basically. But yeah, that helped As him if Russell Westbrook was his beat brother. his brother, yeah. So Kevin Durant responded when he saw it, and he was like, damn, bro, that's how low you think of me. I was just on your fucking podcast. Snakes in the grass everywhere. So it's just like... I know there's no, like, ill, ill animosity in between that. It's more of, like, this is going to be a show for the summer. And I know that they're they're still cool, you know. But when you call somebody a snake, that's kind of... You kind of mean it a little Especially bit. Especially the head snake himself calling you a snake. Right? <laughs> Master the snake. Fucking King Cobra. Bro. Yo, yeah, the King exactly. Yo, he's going to hear this and DM us. Yo, KD, I'm sorry. Don't apologize to him, man. <laughs> Apologies at KD <laughs> which Or his other accounts. He got like four accounts. <laughs> Him and Sam Presti. They're running Twitter. They got like a whole back door. Colangelo. Everybody. Well, we speaking to the main account. How about that? All right. Well, let's speak about some football, actually. Let's jump into some football where training camp started officially, I guess, throughout the league. I think it started yesterday for some teams. Miami Dolphins started yesterday, but... Training camp started, and some superstars who obviously are either finishing their rookie deals or wanting to just renegotiate their contracts have held out, as we see this every year. We were talking about it last week with Le'Veon Bell. He held out. Um, We can go down the list. Aaron Donald is not showing up. He's still on his rookie deal. he just saw two of his teammates get a fucking bag. Khalil Mack hasn't even spoken to his new head coach because he wants a new deal. Odell Beckham actually showed up to training camp as he said he would. Mm-hmm. We didn't expect him to before he said he would because... Oh, I knew he would. He had to. He had too much to prove. Like I said... I don't think he has too much to prove. Like, it's not Isaiah Thomas. You know what I'm saying? Like, first of all, it's an ankle injury. He got hurt. We've seen the numbers he's put up. We've seen the progression that he's shown. We've seen what he does when he's on the field and when he's off the field, how the Giants perform. We've seen all of that. We've yeah, seen all the show. You don't know how somebody's going to respond. It's a broken it. ankle. I'm not saying that, oh my God, you're like you're you're lying. But right. what I'm trying to say is like, the talent level is there. Mm-hmm. If you're worried about him responding to the injury, like he can always sit out a few weeks. It wasn't just the injury. It was the, also the video. The video too. Yeah. But if you guys aren't going to suspend the guy, if you're not going to find the guy... Well, I'm just saying, like, I'm just Why saying, are you like, worried about that? I'm just saying, like, from him. if he wants the bag, it's a PR it's, move. No, That's it's, what I'm but saying. But his talent is already there. Like, how much... What is the bag? Like, the bag is not off Instagram. The bag is for playing football and putting touchdowns and, and yards and receptions. And but he if, does but, that. But if you have a player Why like... Why would you think because a video came out... Because if you have, if you have a player like, like an Odell Beckham, where you have to take... It's not just you have certain players where you can't just judge them for on the field. They can do on the field right. amazing things, but sometimes a player like Odell, you have to judge them for off the field okay, just as well. So, so we can compare this to Le'Veon Bell, like we were saying last week. I don't think Odell is Le'Veon Bell. 
Like, I think Odell is just can be foolish no, or like yeah. immature, but he hasn't gotten suspended for anything for personal conduct outside of the league. He's gotten fined for celebrations during a touchdown, which maybe won his team the game, but he's proven. He's proven. Odell Beckham is proven already. He's a top five, maybe top four receiver, top three, depending on how you look at it, in the league, and he deserves his money. Why should he go out to training camp and risk re-injuring that ankle during training camp? Or re- he hurt his ankle in the preseason. Well, he hurt his ankle coming into the year and then obviously hurt it in like week three, but in the preseason last year, he got hurt. Mm-hmm. And f- for what? Let me get my guaranteed check because who knows what happens after this. I'm putting my body on the line during practice for you guys. You know the GM said, yeah, we're going to pay him. We're going to talk to his agent sooner than later. We already know that. So then, no, let's figure that out right now, and then we can start playing. And it kind of looks bad when these players sit out. I have, like, I know I'm ranting right now, but it's, like, two sides because it's, like, you got to understand the player in the sense that he needs his money because he's – Struggled and, and and sacrificed all this all these years for this moment like that that contract that you get you know what I'm saying like Todd Gurley shouts to him he just got the contract that he's been wanting in college that he deserved in high school you know what I mean and he's putting his body on the line these dudes have have families and they 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 put their body on the line every week for a show basically which we watch and pay four hundred dollars a month if we want to watch or four hundred dollars a year if we want to watch every game so. Well, no, I, like I said, I understand that, but I'm, but even Todd Gurley, even Todd Gurley had a injuries are part of the game. You can't deny it. You can't. There's no getting rid of it. They happen, but also you have to judge a player on how they bounce back from an injury, how they react to an injury, especially right. your first one. Your first one's always the hardest one because right. you know you never been in that situation before. You don't know. You know, it's not just a physical; it's mental too. So you have to see how these players are going to respond. Todd Gurley, if you want, since you you know brought up Todd Gurley, Todd Gurley. Had you know to start off, to start off his career, had a really bad injury. Yeah. He had to prove himself. So and what happened when he, he came, when he came back? exactly and that was exactly. If you're are you talking about in the I'm NFL? talking about NFL in college? He tore his ACL, missed the whole year. Week one, I think it was in like 2014 or twenty because he, he came back in what and like see like week six of his NFL career, like right? That. Something like that. Rookie um, year, right? Yeah, rookie year, yeah. And he still won Rookie of the Year. Yeah, right? and he still balled out. But that, but that's what I'm saying. You still gotta. We knew this. Come, yeah, you still. But See, we know that the talent is there. He went. He but, in college. But you kind but of prove my also, point, though. But it's not also, like. But, but I'm proving a point and saying like you have like you have to show that you're professional enough to be able to handle that. Like you have to like make or like you, you have make it, like, a agent promise where you game. don't have to, and you kind of let the team know that it's business first because the same way y'all would trade me if y'all needed to for better for your team is business first for me before I put my you know body on the line and not get a secured amount of money. But it's not even for... I feel like for that, though, for him, it's more like he just really loves the sport. So he just for sure. did it to do it because he loves the sport. It's not even so... get a check or not. Yeah. He knows he's going to get paid. But Say he gets hurt though, and it's not even so much for the, just the Giants. Up, but he, they know he has the talent, like you yeah. saying. You know? And it's not even so much just for the Giants. It's just no like, around the league. Exactly, I mean, it's Mac. Like this is he, why I don't blame Aaron Donald. He's the best in the league, and oh, Aaron don't Donald wrong. just saw two teammates get a check. Don't, don't, don't get me wrong. Mind yeah. you, Brandon Cooks just got to the team. Right, five years, eighty mil. Todd Gurley is is in his what third year or like oh, I think about to start fourth year. About, about to start his fourth year. Yes, fourth. Yeah, and they got the bag. Aaron Donald needs the bag. He's playing in the trenches. He's on the line every every snap. Best in the league at his position. Defensive player of the year. 99 in Madden. Mm-hmm. 
defensive player. He still don't got the bag. He doesn't have that contract. He still doesn't. I'm not going to practice, coach. (laughs) I'll talk to you when we figure this out. Khalil Mack, best at his position on the edge. I think he's better than, than Von Miller right now. I think he's gotten better than Von Miller. Like Von Miller last year, because he plays a I lot. Think of, this year he'll be better. Yeah, because than Von he plays Miller. a lot of snaps at outside linebacker and defensive line. Yeah, he plays yeah. numerous he's snaps at he's both positions. Yeah, but he's just a, a havoc. And these dudes, you need them all game. Yeah, you need them every game, mm-hmm. and they're literally the one, the first contact on the field. They're the ones who who judge which way the ball's going, basically. Right, so. I think the players do have right where I'm gonna sit out. Like I said, I'm not saying that Odell doesn't get deserve to be paid. I obviously he's one of the most we've never seen really an athlete like him. The things that he does on the field is insane. He's top three receiver in the league. I'm just saying with the things that followed him this past season and off season, I think him showing face and him showing good faith to the organization was a good move on his part. Right. That's what I'm saying. But, no, he definitely deserves to get paid. But I think if he – put it this way. It was one of those things where if he would have sat out, it would have hurt him way more than it helps him that he showed up. Put it that way, I think. Yeah. Okay. If you don't sit out after an injury right. that puts you out. Especially especially when you vo- especially when you voice about getting paid. Right. And that's why, that's I, th- and, and that's why I think Le'Veon's taking it the wrong way. Right. Le'Veon's just sitting back. I feel back. like he's extra with it. Yeah, he's, he's like, yeah, he's a, yeah. more like cocky in the sense of like, oh, you know how I was just saying, like, I need my money. It mm-hmm. is like that, but you can't show that. You have to kind of be the Khalil Mack about it. Like, like hey, Aaron Donald. I'm, I think not, I'm not showing up. Yeah, I'm I just, agree we'll a thousand percent with Aaron Donald right. sitting out. We'll just figure this out. Because you can't stop him. Double, double team, triple team, mm-hmm. you can't stop Aaron Donald. But and, then again. Aaron Donald's a freak of nature. On, on defense or just athlete, period. Aaron Donald's insane. Off the top of your head, I don't know if we can make this conversation real quick. Who do you feel like coming back from injury are you most excited to see? Why I think I'm excited to see Andrew Luck, obviously. It's been two and a half <laughs> years. I haven't seen this dude. I say Odell. You know, my, Odell's you know, coming back. Oh, yeah. So this is, this is pretty – it kind of relates to all of us. You, Jones <sighs> fan, Isaac, right? I don't want to say it, but I got to say it. He's excited for Ryan Tannehill. Let's not use the word excited. Real I'm not quick, excited. Real quick. How about this? I'm we seeing all have, how he handles it. We all have a player on our team, a vital player on our team right now, which Danny being the Packers, Aaron Rodgers, Colts, Andrew Luck for me, Dolphins, Tannehill for Justin, and Isaac with Odell Beckham, that is coming back from an injured year where they didn't play the whole year for most of the year like you guys could have went to the championship and Aaron Rodgers was on the route to win the MVP last year up until like what week six it was week versus five, the Vikings week Anthony five. Barr we one. broke his week collarbone yep. Andrew Luck he's been hurt since Fuck I feel like I lived in New York <laughs> like <laughs> since like yo he was hurt from December 2016 he hasn't played in like 700 games or 700 days I'm sorry because yeah, he went out like week I think it, it was, was like week 12. 16 or no. Cause, yeah, cause versus, Denver. Four games. versus Denver. No, it was versus Arizona. It was versus Arizona. Luck? It was, it was, oh, no, I'm talking about Tannehill. Oh, no, Sorry. Tannehill tore his ACL in practice last year. Training. No, camp. I'm saying when the injury started, when it, when it first happened, mm-hmm. it happened week 12, not of last season, the season before, down here. 
against, oh, against right, Arizona. Oh, right, right, right. Where Matt Moore had it. But that was more like... But that's, but that's when he... They said he strained it. They said he didn't need surgery. Right. He was, you know, he, right. was, he was still rebuilding. That's uh, why played the playoff yeah, he was still, Steelers. Yeah, because he, he won us that big game against New, the Jets that really got us into the playoffs, right. basically. But, um, yeah, they said he had strained it. He didn't need surgery. And then, yeah, come to find out he was rehabilitating everything. And then, yeah... Uh, training camp started. He was in practice, and whenever you see it, yeah, and he, and he and he did a play action. He rolled out one of the sidelines, and obviously, like you know, with Jordy or like anybody, whenever you see a non-contact, you just ACL. go down. Yep. It's every ACL. Time. So he's yeah. So he's been out. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. So he's been out for like over twenty games. That's really. Yeah. 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 So I mean, I, I don't remember the last time I really seen Tannehill. So this is this is his last year to prove it. Really, it's just, it's your fifth year. This is your last year. I think we should have got a quarterback this past season, but it's it's now it's it's now or never really. Like well, you got we, Brock Osweiler. <laughs> <laughs> they said he's he's out there throwing I, picks. I'll take I'll take Brock Osweiler over Jay Cutler. Would you? Yes. Yes. Cutler showed yes. flashes. Jake Brock Osweiler got them to the playoffs. But got the Broncos to the playoffs. No, and the, they beat New England in the snow. The defense got them to the playoffs, and just like it won them the Super Bowl. Would and Jay Cutler? Would game, Jay Cutler's team on the Broncos? The running game won that won game. Would Patriots. Jay Cutler's team won that game? The running game. Would, the answer my question. <laughs> if Jay Cutler was a quarterback on the same Broncos team, would they have won that game and got got to the playoffs? He played for the Broncos. Do before. you think? I know we're not talking about Johnny Knox and Brandon really, Marshall, really, Devin Hester, really, really, and Lance Briggs and Brian Erlacher, like. like that team was pretty good. No, no, he wouldn't have. I don't he, think he, so. Because because Jay Cutler always tries to overdo it and tries to do too much. Does Brock, Jay Cutler care? Brock Osweiler. No. That, that too. <laughs> that too. <laughs> that too. Jay Cutler only cares about money. But no, Brock Osweiler is a worthless situation. Jay Cutler's the fucking they had, Chandler Parsons of the <coughs> At the time, they had the number one defense in the league. And they had a you know top ten running game, so he played the situation like he he didn't know he didn't need to go win the game. He just needed to For not sure. lose the game. For sure, always I like feel like Jay Cutler would try to lose, would lose the game. Listen, I would, he was I, playing the Brett Hundley role. It just he, he exactly. was actually succeeding at it. Listen, I went right. to a Dolphin game last year. I went to the Tampa Bay game where Cutler threw three picks in the first half. <laughs> Cutler tries to do way too much. Cutler always forces them tries to make big plays. He loves making a, a jump ball in interception. Like, he'll throw the ball to Devontae Parker like, yeah, he, he should have got that. <laughs> like, he's 6'4", bro. <laughs> like, I yeah, he, like, because he's throwing it up. Just fucking throw it <laughs> up. Yeah, because he's used to always playing with the receiver. He's used to playing with Brandon Marshall. He's always had, like, a Brandon Marshall or a... Uh, Big possession receiver guy. Alshon Jeffrey. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, you know, or he had Matt Forte he just dump it off to. So, speaking of big wide receiver, possession type of guys, Des Bryant. He's still in the market. Rumors are that... Cleveland is interested in... Because uh, they don't know when Josh Gordon's going to come back. Right. Mm-hmm. If we can get into that, I didn't really hear about it. Like, I heard about it, but I don't really know oh, he said he's what's just going on. missing training camp. It's part of his rehab program. Okay. Yeah, it's part of his rehab program. But, so, they, like, but, he's, they, but he's ready and healthy. Like, yeah, but they just, just said... He's that good. <laughs> no, but, <laughs> like, but the team still said, like, they don't want him to, like, rush. Like, they, they honestly... Right, no, they for they sure. His future and his health, mentally... Is more important in his health. And, yeah, he's not unhealthy physically. He's in good shape. He's yeah. still young, and I mean, obviously, he's missed a lot of football. He should be in the training camp, but like I said, you know, like real life comes first, yeah. and he has had problems. In Probably the past. had a probation. I'd rather him get past that and then show out on the field. So, um, 
Well, I mean, how do you feel about Des Bryant going to Cleveland? Though I'm about to say, well, whether Des goes or not, well, Jarvis obviously feels that they gonna be putting up forty or whatever and go to the Super Bowl. But um, besides that, yeah, he said I mean, defense would be lucky if we don't. Put it would be interesting. Fuck out of here. It would be interesting having Des go from the situation with Dallas and with Jerry and all that drama, going from that to a situation in Cleveland where you have a team that wants to win but nobody on the team or the coaching staff knows how to win. Right. I mean, even Jarvis, as much as I love Jarvis, Jarvis is my favorite player in the league right now, but even Jarvis, like, we went to the playoffs one year out of the four years we had Jarvis, and we didn't win that game. Say Antonio, Tyrod let's Taylor. Say, let's say Antonio Brown won that matchup. Yeah. <laughs> let's say, and then you have, uh, who was I just saying? Uh What's his name? Tyrod Taylor, Tyrod. who Buffalo just made it to the playoffs first time in, what, 17 years last year. I mean, you have Baker Mayfield where... And he was hurt for some time last year. They had Nathan Peterman, Peterson, <laughs> Peter Sixpixman. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, started, had, what, I, started, I started the Chargers defense that day. Wow. They got me like 30-something how points. Many, how many picks? Yeah, five were? picks in the first half, I think. Or four in the first half. That was And then they the tried worst. it again second half. Pick. Through <laughs> Tyrod, all right. He was not ready for that. Chargers didn't came through for me that week. I'm going to try to snag him this week in fantasy. But, um... Danny has had some funny weeks in fantasy. <laughs> but then, and then that defense is young. Like, a, that defense is just... Don't, don't worry, it's athletes. Right. But it's just you young. You see they're working out Pac-Man Jones? The Browns. The Browns? Yeah. Oh, That's veteran leadership. Dirty, gritty. AFC North. Beating up. He's, he knows how to play in the but AFC you have, North. But you have to develop... You have to, to want to win and know how to win is two different things. You have to especially, find winners, you're saying? And, and especially, it starts from the top and works its way down. And when your coaching staff, your coaching staff does not know how to win. For sure. Hugh, Hugh Jackson hasn't won a game in how long? And your coach is 1-31. in 31. Your coach is 1-31 in, in the last two seasons. <laughs> I mean, so weekend, so who's so who's leading you? Who's leading this charge, really? That's basically you know? like you know when the cartoon characters show their closet and it's the same outfit every week, <laughs> just, just lined up. Like I don't know if y'all watch Proud Family, but Penny Proud used to have the same. <laughs> oh yeah, like pink outfit. Yeah, like Looney Tunes. You have you know Donald yeah. SpongeBob too, but yeah, yeah. So it's like but, Peter Griffin's yeah. closet. So I don't know. I mean, obviously, if they get Dez, it makes them better. Com- more competitive. Makes them more competitive. And Dez is hungry. This is my thing. I feel like Dez is hungry to the point where... But it's just an interesting situation for him. Like I said, d- having left all that drama turmoil in Dallas to go to a situation like this, it's, it's interesting for It's him. interesting, but it's not like he's going to a... <clears throat> he might be going to a more positive situation, but he's not going to a better situation. Yeah, because the Dallas organization is a good situation to be in, you know, in a sense of just it's Jerry Jones, this Jones world, and that's the the richest franchise of sports, and Dallas is known for winning. They have a good fan base history. They haven't won in how long, but nobody wants to remember that. I don't know why they're still America's team. They have a young quarterback. It's just it didn't work. Obviously, I don't think Dak, Dak Prescott's great, but I mean, it's you're going to Cleveland. Like if this happens, it's yeah. not like you're you're jumping ship and going to a say New England, you know, because they would be a team to sign him or another like Packers franchise, you know, where it's a good situation to be in. 
large steal. So it would be taking a move and risking and, and betting on himself, really, because he has a lot to prove this year. Yeah. He has to prove his, like, DeMarcus Cousins, basically. He's just not coming back from injury. He has to prove his locker room. He's coming back from etiquette. bullshit. Exactly. And he hasn't won. He's not a winner, like you said. I mean, he doesn't know how to win. So it's not like adding him helps in the sense of veteran leadership to win. It's just like veteran leadership of I know how to do this. Right. And if they do make the playoffs, he won't have to – Go through Green Bay anymore, so he won't <laughs> right. have to lose. He won't have to worry about dropping yeah. something versus. Is it a catch? Is it not a catch? I don't know. It the wasn't a catch. The world may never know. It wasn't a catch, as Danny would say. <laughs> Still would have given Rodgers too much time anyway, so it doesn't even matter. <laughs> That's pretty true. All my Yankee fans, by the way, Aaron Judge out at least three weeks. Fractured wrist. As he says with a smile on his face. No, no, no. Uh, I'm not smiling. <laughs> I'm laughing. <laughs> it's not funny because I know injuries suck and I know not being able to play is annoying. The Red but Sox aren't winning the as a Red Sox series, fan. So okay, so Isaac is currently interrupting me right now <laughs> as I'm speaking. And I was just saying that injuries suck. <laughs> 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 um, I mean, all, I, all I'm saying is that Boston – is the number one team in the American League. And that's all that matters. Doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. 71 wins. They're not going to win the World Series, though. 71 wins right after the All-Star break. Trade deadline didn't even pass yet, which is, by the way, this weekend on the 31st. Shout out to the 31st. That's my dad's birthday. He's turning 53 years old. Hey. Papa goes. He's coming to town. We're going to throw a little party at the house for him. So pull up if you want. We out here. You gotta beat him in a Madden, man. He's yeah, I gotta, whoop him. I gotta whoop him. Yeah, he's still a Raiders <laughs> fan. Pops has been a Raiders fan. He's excited for the Vegas move. He wants a freaking. I just got him a Lonzo Ball jersey. And then um, he wants a Manny Machado jersey. This nigga's a Dodgers oh. fan. He wants that Manny Machado. I'm like, yo, stop sending me pictures. <laughs> yeah, yo, damn. But, um. Wow, Yeah, so. I guess as far as sports, I mean, we can continue a little conversation if y'all got anything on your mind, but as far as the sports world, it's pretty chill right now. I'm just... Slow week. Like I said, I mean, all this... I'm ready for college football, to be honest. Let me dab. My dog. Last season, I didn't really have... I wasn't really... I was into college football all season, obviously, but, you know, Danny doesn't watch it as much, and it was just more like... Not enough to talk about. Mm-hmm. UM started doing good, and we didn't start the podcast until like. No, I lied. We started it before college football. August. But it was like I don't know. I guess it was just a different road we was taking. Well, and, there was a lot of other stuff going on at that time. And I feel like going into this year is, is more exciting for me. Last year was exciting. I mean, the Alabama Florida State game was good, but we saw Francois got hurt mm-hmm. on the first game. That kind of messed up Florida State season where we had to play. Uh, James Blackman, I think is his name. What's his name? The quarterback for FSU was a freshman. I forgot, but Miami clamped him. It might have been James Blackman. That sounds like it was his name. Yeah, tall. He got romped up, boy. Miami. That was a good game. Florida State-Miami is going to be in That was a crazy finish. Miami this year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it is in Miami this year. I, I, might, I might be there. I might have to go. I've I never been be to there. a Florida State Miami. I've never been to a Hurricanes game in person. I went to one. And I've been a Hurricanes fan for. I went to one. I went to one Hurricane game. I don't even like college football, yeah. but I was in town. I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go. That's dope. And I went to one college football game, which is the Canes versus Maryland in the Canes. Maryland. Game. That's when you guys had a. That's a one o'clock game. Yeah, that's when you guys had a Leonard Hankerson. Wow, that was Jacoby Harris. 
No, that's Morris different ones. Steve Morris. Wow. Yeah. That was right before, right after uh, this guy. Yeah, but no, I mean, I'm excited for college football. Realistically, I don't know what the Gators are what we're going to do with our quarterback situation. It's yeah, it nice. it, it might nice. yeah, and then obviously that about to be nice. New all them recruits, you know, you new all those No, I think we did have a really decent. I'm not gonna say good, but I think we had a decent uh, recruiting class this year. Um, obviously, defense is never a doubt. Like we're always gonna be that's def- DBU. That's the yeah, that's like, the real DBU. I'm not close like, on that. <laughs> all things sports podcast is not co-signed. <laughs> DBU. Not. Quincy Wilson is DBU. Shout out to the Colts for drafting him in the second round last year, but that's the only valid dude. And like Takeo Spikes, Brandon Spikes. There's a couple valid dudes. Damn, Tim Tebow, wild. Percy Harvin. There's a couple valid dudes from Florida, but not everybody's valid. Sorry, buddy. Joe Hayden. He's all right. The, po- <laughs> the, po- the Pouncey Brothers. Oh, yeah. Cleveland about to be lit. Joe Hayden not even there. <laughs> the Pouncey Brothers. Pouncey nah. Brothers, they all right. No, nah, I'm playing. They're lit. I seen them at uh, Mission Barbecue the other day. I didn't see what's up, though. I just saw them. Keanu Neal. No, nah, you ain't messing with Keanu Neal. Keanu Neal is nasty. That went nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, okay, he's valid. Yeah, we, we got a few defensive Please. I just don't want to go down Miami's list because then, you know, it's getting late. We'll <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think the, the hotel I mean, we're in right now will be booked. Until I mean, if you, if you want to end it quick, uh, Danny, go down Wisconsin list for us right quick. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> all right, Joe Thomas, J.J. Watt. Okay. That's too valid as... They say with the like, Iron Man. That's like, you're, you can expecting. start the franchise with that. Right? Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, with the Iron O-line, Man. Wow. D-line. And then your running back, well, who's your running back right now? Uh, Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor. But, but they, you could pull Melvin Gordon from there. Melvin, Melvin Gordon. Gordon. Yeah, Melvin. James Sweetfeet White. Shout out Broward County. Ooh, I like that. But he's in the yeah, league. you know, there's a couple more. I'm high. I can't think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All I'm saying is that the U. Wisconsin's valid. Two of my teams have like a U. The Colts have a horseshoe, which is in a sense a shape of a U. And the Hurricanes. I don't know if that means anything. In the sense of you guys will be much of the same as you were last year. Now we have mm-hmm. a top five quarterback when healthy in the NFL coming back. Anything can happen. I feel like to We've be honest. We've seen Andrew Luck come in and change the narrative going from two and 14 to 11 and five to 11 and five to 11 and five going to the playoffs. Realistically, when's the last time I've seen Andrew Luck play? I don't even remember. It's been it so was long. December of 2016. We was playing versus um, Denver on a Sunday night game. Which we beat Denver, I believe. And so was it about the same time table as Tannehill? No, this was before Tannehill. Was it more? Yeah, it's more. This yeah. was like Luck's been out longer during the actual. But it was the same season during though. that season. It was the, yeah, same season. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So, uh, I mean, this this year I don't know it's gonna be the the tell of the quarterbacks really. Yeah, but our AFC South has Houston, Deshaun Watson, Colts, Andrew Luck. Jacksonville. Well, Blake Bortles Blake got a little to his contract. Yeah. <clears throat> and, and I mean, and he Mary took Yoda? them to the AFC. He didn't take uh, them. I'm not going to say that, but they survived with him. He didn't fuck it up. Uh, yeah. Getting well, there. Oh, man. Getting there. He getting there. When he got he didn't there. He fuck up the journey and, on the way. Leonard Fournette had a touchdown. Walking touchdown. And he overthrew him. And he had another overthrow. I forgot who it was to. That in the fourth quarter with less than two minutes left. He dropped the ball, so I guess that's where we dropped the mic like that. <laughs> Episode forty-seven. 
Isaac, appreciate you for having us here. Thanks for time. Thank you for having me on the podcast. For sure. Justin, Danny, we out. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, Benny, man. Yeah. I want for Sasha Sophie in my gold house. Gotta tell us shit you listen. Hey, I need a gold house with for Sasha Sophie. I need a white bitch with some Fendi loafers. So my bitch can cook it. I call her Betty Crocker. She whipping up them goodies, purple pies and cushed out cookies. My partner needs some money. I'm dropping off the pack. I'm calling players, John Madden running stats back. I be finessed out. I be finessed out. The bathing nape and Margella tell him wipe me down. I'm so icy boy. They think a young and Gucci. I go to Magic City. I feel like I'm that nigga. Hey, these Versace lenses. I feel like masterpiece. That chameleon paint. That Rolex masterpiece. Hey, everything about it. I put that on my life. I got the hookup shouted. If you can pay that price, I need a gold house with Versace sofas. I need a white bitch with some Fendi loafers. I got like six chains. And they all go. I need a brand new rover. Pirates, pasta stoves. So my bitch can cook it. I call her Betty Crocker. She whipping up them goodies, purple pies and cushed out cookies. My partner needs some money. I'm dropping off the pack. I'm calling players, John Madden running stats back. My dog need a brand new scale. He needs some Ziploc bags. I want a money counter. My chick want Hermes bags. You thinking a couple stats? I'm thinking a billion cash. My check on Warren Buffett. Young chick like Stacey Dash. I Gucci it out my robe. Massage it out my flows. Rose a bunch of ice. Since bottom teeth is gold. Yeah, everything I'm about it. I put that on my life. I got the hookup shouted. If you can pay that price, I need a gold house. I need a white bitch with some Fendi loafers. I got like six chains and they all go. I need a brand new Rover, Pirates pasta stoves, so my bitch can cook it. I call her Betty Crocker. She whipping up them goodies, purple pies and cushed out cookies.